Hi, and welcome to our podcast. This is called Witness This. This is episode seven. I am Brooke. Oh, yeah. And I'm Emily. I forgot. <laughs> Essentially, Emily just has not seen any movies. She has lived under a rock, in a cave, under a boulder. She has not seen anything. No. I am forcing her to watch classic. And it's been 80s and 90s classics, right? Yeah, so far. But this week, we're going to bring it into the 2000s. And we are going to watch Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Emily, what do you know about this movie? Okay, all right. I got this. Um, <laughs> so there's some books about it. Uh, I learned books, not one. I thought it was one. Um <laughs> girls these sisters right are they sisters like for real <laughs> do they have the same dad mom something and traveling pants so pants that travels yeah yeah all right again it's, i mean it seems like we don't need to watch this movie because you seem to be you have it right why are these pants traveling like on their own they can live their life stop judging them stop judging pants it solo traveling is healing for pants <laughs> <laughs> yes yes but where are they traveling to like is it just this one pair yes what because there is no word there's no word for one pant right so we actually don't know because it could mean singular or plural okay so it could be a bunch of pants it could be a movie about pants just traveling the world i mean i i watch it yeah they're all sisters in their pants okay this makes sense now all right got it what <laughs> how is there so many books on it then <laughs> who made this <laughs> We we will see. We will find out. You're gonna go watch this movie, and then hopefully, at hope I hope after the movie, it'll all make sense to you. I hope so too. <laughs> okay, it did not sound sarcastic at all. <laughs> all right, we're gonna go watch the movie, and I hope you guys do too. And we will be back. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> she looks so confused. So we're back from watching Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Emily, what do you think? What are your thoughts? Um, a few thoughts. I <clears throat> I really didn't want mm -hmm. to like this movie because it just sounded like a chick flick <laughs> okay. in the beginning. I was like, ooh, no, mm -hmm. I don't like this. It, I've never seen this. <sighs> and then just watching it all, I, was, I really did get into it and yeah, liked all the characters. And I was like, this is a good movie. <sighs> so... Yeah. It's so good. It gave me a lot of feels. It brought me back. Oh, I have a lot. I have a lot. With this okay. One. I guess we should start with a tarot yeah. card. Okay, I'm just going to let's split the deck. Let's see. Again? The Empress. Well, I mean, sisterhood. It's about the sisterhood. So it's like, you know, like all these girls getting in touch with their feminine side kind of okay. in a way. Or their, their feminine, their bond. Yeah. Right? Uh, that's like what this movie's about. So, I mean, it's them kind of coming into their power as individuals and kind of dropping the societal pressure and also like the pressure, you know, the pressure of their family and stuff and doing what they feel is best for themselves. And I feel like that's definitely Empress energy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry when I think, okay, maybe I just thought of something completely different. <laughs> just right, what do you think? No, of? I didn't. I, I couldn't reference it with the movie at all i was just like empress is so completely opposite <laughs> to what this movie is this isn't like a hierarchy or like yeah. someone who's in charge or over everyone i i don't know i just mm -hmm. didn't feel like it matched the energy i feel like the empress card has is, is supposed to be like um you're coming into yourself and like you have the power within yourself okay <laughs> okay so the movie starts uh and 
America Ferreira is like the narrator. I just love her voice. I just love her. I think she's great. I love her too, but I did not pick up that she was the narrator. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That went straight over my head. I did not even I did not realize yeah. that. Um okay. So she's the narrator. Go on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because she's like the writer and like she she's a writer and like the so it's kind of like she's writing this story about okay. her and her friends. Yeah. Okay. So we are there walking down the street they go to a shop and they're shopping together because they're all getting ready to go on their own little summer I'm sorry adventures. are we just gonna skip the part where they're like ballerinas together and like bridget like just jumps up on that boy <laughs> oh, and like yeah. socks him in the face with like a pamphlet <laughs> yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah so it shows like a whole like montage of them right. growing up basically how they started their moms were in like a yoga class together when they were mm-hmm. pregnant and they had the due dates. I like the, all the due dates were the same. I think or pretty close. So, so the moms bonded, which then made these girls grow up to be best friends. Right. And so, yeah. So it was a montage of just them growing up, and you can really see their personalities come out in this montage. Okay. So then they walk into a store. <laughs> Tibby is in the background, like trying on lip rings. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, you're like like. Are you you're gonna put something that's out on display like in your mouth, like on your mouth? <laughs> I thought you were gonna like who tries on lip rings? I thought you were gonna go a whole different way. <laughs> and I was about to judge you hardcore, but never mind. Um, okay, <laughs> what do you think I was gonna? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were about to go into this rant about like teenagers having like lip rings, and I'm like, up oh, here we go. And but <laughs> no, I had excuse me, I had spikes going through my two eyebrow spikes when I was a teenager. I was tibby i had colored hair i was like you were the blue haired girl yes i had i mean i I went through all like i had black hair for a long time and then i i I had like purple and i've had like blue yeah i've had like all Mm -hmm. like i i think i said in the previous episode although i don't know if i made it i was like the hot topic i wore i i shopped at hot topic okay that was you like the later years in high school oh Mm -hmm. that was is it sad that i shopped at like limited two when it was a thing it's not it's not i was just like that i was i was literally tibby just the like rebel like you know f society kind of like attitude in a lot of ways and you know i was in a band and i was just like (laughs) piercings and see your high school it it makes school like stories are like there and then like mine just like Mm -hmm. didn't exist yeah i don't have any yeah i mean i I had a set of four friends, like or there's a set of four of us. Like I like lived this life, <laughs> and it just brought me back to it. Because I remember when we all we all went and wa- like saw this movie in the theaters, like together, and we were like, "Oh was, my god, this is us!" Is it like, exactly four people? There were four of us. Okay. Yeah, there were four of us. I mean, we've had some in and out, some interchanging, mm-hmm. um, but the main like it was like the main four okay yeah. and did you four ever find a pair of jeans that magically fit every single body type <laughs> no that's pretty crazy though right that's like that's magical the fact that they all went to that shop and each tried on that pair of pants and i mean they're all completely different sizes that is unrealistic completely. it did not that's not how life works <laughs> i think that's the point though that's the point of this is it's like it's creating a connection and hope and a way to keep them connected during this summer of them being apart. Okay. So the universe threw this pair of pants at them and was like, hey, like, this is kind of like, I don't know, 
a miracle, I guess, in uh, a way, in a sense. Is it, is it like a... Yes, and I see what you're saying, but it's just like, out of all the things in the world, like magical pants, like bringing them together. I yeah. mean, like, anything else? Mm-hmm. Like, pants? Like, why? <laughs> why am I still, like, I'm so bothered by it. Like, why is it like these magical... I think that's the point. Because, like, just, like, nobody... It's There's no way, like, a pair of pants can fit, like, just, like four people in the like four people in the no room. even if the four people were like the same pant yeah. size the it would still not like fit them all like the way these pants fit these girls no. so i think that's the point is it's like it's like it's like a divine intervention kind of thing you know what i mean yes i'm just mad about it <laughs> like i just like i know <laughs> i get what you're saying and i understand it's just like it's so unrealistic and like a magical pair you're mad that like a size like <laughs> zero can fit like a girl who's a size like 10 yeah. or 12 or whatever she is because yeah, that's yeah. unrealistic it's unrealistic like but that's why it's so that's why they were so like oh my god you know yeah, I felt I felt for America Ferrera, uh, Carmen. Yes, when she, they were like, "Try the pants on, try the pants on." And she's like, "No way," because you know she's like bigger than like bigger build than what they are, and like you could tell she was self conscious about it and didn't want to do it. But they like were forcing her to, and she didn't expect it. And then they fit her, and they looked great on her. Oh God, I don't know why this like magical pair of jeans makes me so mad. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I need to stop. <laughs> But like a whole movie about jeans. Okay, all right. Let's move on because I'm not going to get over this. <laughs> but it's not about the jeans. Literally, that's uh... all I like, care about right now. <laughs> all right. What's funny is I have in my notes the jeans, all in caps, the jeans fit everyone. Goosebumps emotions. That's what it, I said. Mine says unrealistic. Because I loved it. <laughs> I have... <laughs> to fit all four body types because everyone's built differently yeah we all have a different body. yeah but that's the point <laughs> that's the point it's not like it's like advertised pair of jeans where like one size fits all like no like that the point is <laughs> these are magic pants they're magic okay okay all right okay let's move on all right <laughs> can we talk about the um I, I wrote this down but i didn't so they're having a a, se- a seance sure in uh, the old yoga studio that their mothers all took the same class at the same time um and met and they're all saying like all the rules and this i wrote down 10 rules while wearing these pants and then i forgot them all i didn't write any of them down (laughs) and i don't remember one i (laughs) see when they were saying the rules i was like I should be writing these mm-hmm. down because we didn't write down in Mighty Ducks all the reasons why ducks were great that Gordon Bombay listed. Right. And so I was like, I learned, I thought I learned from it, but I didn't because I didn't write them down either. Except the final rule I did write down. The final one? The final or rule. Or like rule number 11 that was mm-hmm. added in. Number 10. Okay. Well, okay. Okay. You're right. Rule number 10. The final rule from the scene is love your sisters and love yourself. I love that. Okay. You did remember that that yeah, that was like that got me. I was like, it's true, it's so true. It is. Love your sisters and love yourself. Yep. Oh. <laughs> so they're all going on their trips. They are. Everyone's going somewhere. And we jump to Lena and she's going to Greece to stay with her Bapu and her Yaya. Oh. Which is her grandma and grandpa. Okay. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, you know how to say I can't say that, <laughs> so I refuse to write it down. But yes. <laughs> okay. This this movie 
is what made me like really want to go to Greece, Sandorini, Greece, like in particular. How beautiful is that? It's gorgeous, but do they have cars? In the movie, they did not show one. Well, this is Santorini. What's that? But this is Santorini, so it's a, it's an island off of Greece. Oh. So they 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 might not. It might strictly be like you know mopeds, donkeys, and donkeys, and mm-hmm. okay, yeah, that actually makes sense. Can we talk about how Lena? Okay, yes, she's in Greece. She's on a donkey to get to her um, grandma and grandpa's house. Like the room that she has in Greece is like so beautiful and simple and unique. And I'm like, really? She's like, you know, out there doing her artwork outside all the time, just living life. And she just sees everyone in Greece kind of be a little free and open and kind of um, more uh, naked, you know, nudity. <laughs> yeah. Did <laughs> 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 yeah. you watch the Rugrats? Nakey? <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly who I thought of as Tommy yeah. Pickles. Exactly who I thought of when you said that. Uh, <laughs> so, like, you know, she just, she wasn't comfortable with it. And, well, I mean, she's in high school. Who's comfortable mm-hmm. in high school about that? You know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And she's definitely more modest than any of the other girls in her group. She's like, I mean, she covers up. Yeah. Like, she always has her hair back. She's, like, very modest. So this was kind of, like, throwing her out of her comfort zone, for right. sure. It, it's really hard, just so everyone listening can understand. When I picked this movie, I totally forgot how much it jumps from one character to another. So writing notes and trying to figure out how to keep this in line is very difficult and i feel bad for emily because she texted me basically yelled, she basically yelled at me telling me why would i pick a movie that was so hard to get well yes like i have four different like basically stories all out of order like on four page this makes no sense i can't i could not keep up i tried so hard and i wanted but we're gonna keep junk jumping from like each character because so i Get to know your characters because we got to jump a lot. So as Lena, Lena's in Greece. Okay. And now it shows Carmen and she's going to South Carolina to visit her dad. Who she barely ever sees. Right. right? They're making up for like lost time. Yeah. And she said like she hadn't spent over like four more than four days with him since she was 10. Like consecutively or whatever. So that's sad. Yeah. She starts noticing that he's driving in a different neighborhood that she remembers he lived in. Yes, a neighborhood he actually said that he would never live in. And, you know, some Mm -hmm. woman is waving at them um, through the car and she's like, hey, who is that? And of course, the lady knows about Carmen, Mm -hmm. but Carmen has no idea who she is. And like this whole family just steps out of the house. In the whitest of white families. Yes. And Carmen's Puerto Rican. Yeah. We can relate Carmen, except I'm half. Well, she's half too. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, Carmen. <laughs> I love you. Okay. <laughs> she just, she, obviously her dad should have said something before they pulled up into that driveway mm-hmm. because she had no clue. And mm-hmm. she, I feel like that situation would have been completely different if he was just honest and kind of just told her ahead of time what was going on yeah instead of like just bringing her into a house full of a new family basically i mean he's engaged she had no idea he was with somebody she had no idea that he had two basically stepchildren Mm -hmm. you know and just to find this out as you're like pulling up to the house that is like so hurtful that is hurtful especially in your teenage i felt really bad for her 
So what's next? Bridget goes to Mexico to join a soccer league for the mm-hmm. summer. I mean, she wanted to get away from her dad. Yeah, because I mean, in the in the montage like of them growing up, it shows that Bridget's mom mm-hmm. committed suicide. Uh, pretty, it, from what it appears, is pretty pretty recently to this, I would think, right? Because she looked the same. So within the year or two from whatever this was supposed to be in their lives and she has a strained relationship with her dad Mm -hmm. and so she wanted to get away and she went on a soccer camp and of course there's a hot coach she needed she needed to find a way to get him to notice her yes but like that's what i liked about her Mm -hmm. because she was just so strong and confident and she didn't yeah nothing was gonna get in her way all right then tibby stays at home oh in her hometown working at her Mm -hmm local Walmans, which <laughs> I mm-hmm. was like, Walmans, why does that sound familiar? Hmm. <laughs> Sounds like your local yeah, Walmart. Yeah. She was wearing the jeans. She started wearing yeah, the jeans. Yeah, she was the first one. Mm-hmm. And so she's wearing them and she hears a crash in the aisle next mm-hmm. to her. And she goes and it's the little girl. Yeah, she was 12. 12 year old girl just out he fainted on the ground and Tibby, you know freaks out calls 911 and as far as we know like that's i mean we think that that's it like i don't know that this little girl is going to be play a big part in this movie right but it's already an intense moment and it seems that these jeans are bringing bad moments into like these girls lives because tibby's wearing these jeans and then she has this traumatic experience yes. and she ships these jeans over to lena mm-hmm oh and now lena's wearing these jeans oh stop i i remember what i wrote after <laughs> okay so she's like sitting on the dock like drawing and then falls into the Mm -hmm. water with her jeans on and her jeans have like a hole at the bottom Uh they get caught and she's basically underneath the Mm -hmm. ocean like and her jeans are caught i mean you could take them off and just like swim up ideally i'm just saying but but you're panicking you're panicking you're right um and she basically could have died but this boy on a boat just dived in and came to her rescue and he was a very good looking boy <laughs> yeah that was scary i didn't like that and i was like these pants are trying to kill her like, <laughs> these pants <laughs> they're supposed to be good magical pants it's trying to kill her right now well <laughs> but, so she gets saved by this boy and his name is costas mm-hmm. and he works <laughs> on a fishing boat he does and that's all she knows mm-hmm. at this point and he saved her life and she was very awkward about it because again, she's very modest. She's very shy and doesn't, you know, like attention. And he's clearly flirting with her. Right. She doesn't and like she's the. Just like I gotta go. She's like I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She told him she doesn't like the naked. <laughs> she's not into the naked. Nope. <laughs> Carbon <laughs> sees her dad. Um, mm-hmm. they're in the house. He's finally saying, "Well, I guess I should have told you earlier, but you know, this is my fiance. You know, he's helping out in the kitchen." He's doing a lot of bowling, I think. Like he was talking about bowling. Yeah. And Carmen was just thinking mm-hmm. about like, why didn't dad do any of these things when he was with us? We talked mm-hmm. about this all the time. He didn't do any of this. And now he yeah. bowls? Like, who is he? And he says grace. They like say grace before eating. Yeah. And like he would never go to church with Carmen and her mom. Yeah. But now he's this like, you know, godly guy. Yeah. Are you joking? And so Carmen calls her mom and is, you know, basically telling her about it. And it kind of oh, it makes me 
I understand her mom just wants to be protective and like is worried about Carmen mm-hmm. and her well-being and her being hurt and disappointed. But her mom definitely is like, oh, I like I knew he would do this like to her. Right. You know, kind of talking bad about him to her. So it's like it's like rallying it up instead of trying to just diffuse and help her process like the feelings and like go through it all. She's kind of like instigating it or making it worse, like putting fuel on it. You know, she is. She wasn't might get lighter. So they're go- supposed to go play tennis together. And she was happy that they were, you know, have some daddy daughter time together and yeah. um then he gets called away to go watch the stepbrother play his game what was he doing yeah play soccer he was playing soccer, was playing soccer. <laughs> play his game <laughs> <I don't. laughs> sports are not my thing but yes <laughs> so no no <laughs> so he they so she's in her tennis outfit watching her stepbrother play soccer with her dad and kind of just mad about the situation and then her new stepmother i'm gonna call her just swoops in and says i need you you know to the dad and i need you the wedding venue mm-hmm. is canceled i need you now basically cancels their plans yeah. of tennis so she is playing with her stepbrother and they don't talk the stepbrother doesn't mm-hmm. talk at all and she just smacks mm-hmm. that tennis ball straight into his forehead <laughs> right yes right into his forehead yeah yeah she felt bad she felt real bad she did just, she did feel bad it I was a good thing yeah yeah because mm-hmm. she was just releasing her anger like just hitting the ball like really hard and right it, it went at him instead and she, that wasn't her intention so <laughs> she apologized and he, he he said he's okay she did and then now we step into Lena's Yeah, world. so when she had fallen into the ocean and, you know, Kostas had saved her, he had lent her his shirt to wear because her clothes were all wet. So she, her, her Yaya found the shirt in the laundry and she was like, whose shirt is this? Like, who is it? Like, did you meet a boy? And her, and she was super excited and you could tell she just wanted to like, well, she's prying. She was definitely prying and pushing Lena to tell her, like, what, like, where did you get this? Did you meet a boy? Who is it? I know all the boys here. And so finally, Lena was like, uh, it's, his name is Kostas. And it was as if she, like, listed, like, the worst, like, killer in the country or something as a name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, reacted like, oh, my God, you cannot talk to this person. Basically, the, the families are fighting they're in like a war because of the fish and the market and all of this stuff. So her Yaya said, you cannot talk to him. You cannot see him and swear on our family, basically promise me. And so Lena promised. <laughs> she promised cause she's so innocent and nice. And she, I, you, she fully believed that she was going to follow that promise. She did. She really did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, but if she really believed that she was going to follow her promise, why did she go waiting for him at the fish market? I think she just, I mean, she wanted to, like, she had a crush on him, you know? But she, if she was, like, so innocent. She tried. She really tried to resist him. (laughs) But, like, this modest, like, innocent girl is like, no, I will not see him for you. (laughs) Like, for you, Grandma, I will will do this. And then the next scene is, like, she's at the fish market, like, sitting down (laughs) Like waiting, waiting, waiting to see him. Yeah, because she knows he's going to yeah. be there because he sells fish. <laughs> mm-hmm. She tried, she tried, but 
there's definitely, you know, which, which shows, I mean, because she does give in that there's, you know, curiosity within her that she, and she likes him. She, she's attracted to him and, you know, the beef's not with her. So, and or between her and him. So like, why let it stop you? I don't know. I don't know. If, if you're, if your grandma told you not to talk to a boy mm-hmm. like this, would you not? You know, no, <laughs> that wouldn't stop me. Like my grandma. Yeah, I know. It wouldn't stop me either. <laughs> Actually, it would, it would encourage me more because this, when I was a teenager, if I was told not to do something, I was like, Hmm, I'm doing it. Like, like screw you. Don't tell me what to do. I'm going to go do the opposite right now. We go to Tibby's world. No, no. Huh. Stay in Lena's world in Greece because, like, her grandmother's just hanging, like, squid or octopus on, like, the clothing line. Didn't mm-hmm. you not see that? I was like, what is going on? <laughs> I did. I did see that. Yeah, she's drying them oh, out. In the sun? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> well, <laughs> they're fishers. She's going to eat them. Okay, remember you ranted about a spider. Now this is, like... <laughs> live sea creatures like being roasted in the sun and i don't hear any sort of like sympathy for that no it's sad it's awful this is why i don't eat meat i'm a vegetarian because specifically because the thought of animals being hurt like kills me (sighs) but there's a difference between the spider and beetlejuice and these animals they're catching these animals for food the spider he goes makes a point to save it and then yeets it out the window (laughs) So, like, it just doesn't make sense to me. What does he do with the spitter? Spitter! <laughs> There's a spitter! <laughs> There's a spitter in Beetlejuice. Go watch it. There's Okay, so, basically, Tibby is, you know, back. She's leaving Walman's to go continue her documentary. And um, so, Bailey basically pushes herself onto Tibby and is like, I'm going to be your assistant. And Tibby doesn't really she's like what and she's like okay like that's fine so they go and interview a gamer who who's playing this like old console game at like a 7-eleven or it's something like an arcade game mm-hmm. yeah and his name's brian mcbrian isn't that a singer <laughs> back in like the 90s <laughs> brian mcknight sure or yes yeah the answer is yes basically okay. But he's like sitting there playing this game. He's like doing body rolls and stuff. Did you notice that? Like, what are you doing? He's like sitting there, like literally just like rolling on. Like he okay, was into like, it. Like he was gaming he hardcore. Was. He's been there for hours. He's he was. playing to stay there all day. Get mm-hmm. a Slurpee, a bag of chips. He was ready. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. in it. He was in it. And Bailey is actually who told Tibby that they should be documenting him. She's so adorable. She has such passion and such curiosity and asking all these questions about his life and about the game and like what's going on. And then they both are like Tibby and Bailey are so into watching him mm-hmm. play. They get sucked in and they go through all the tape. Yeah. And so they're like, okay, we're going to come back another day. Right. And I love that. I love that interaction between Bailey and Tibby and then just bring a bride into it. I loved it. Yeah. Bailey definitely brought a side of Tibby that she didn't know that she had like just going out there and 
mm-hmm. trying to actually interview these people. Uh, and Tibby would say, like, she yeah. keeps interrupting me and asking these people questions. I was like, that's what you do. Like, you're interviewing them. Uh, Brooke wanted to skip my part where uh, Lena jumps into the ocean <laughs> naked with and yeah. Kostas is like trailing behind her and he jumps in a little naked as well. Yes. But before this. <laughs> what? Why are okay. you trying to get rid of this segment? <laughs> She's. <laughs> I'm not. This is an important segment. This is very important. Okay. okay. Is she? She's realizing that she's scared to open up to Costas. She's like sitting there, like thinking about jumping in, and she's thinking about how you know she said like people like Costas and Bridget have lost so much, but can be so open to love. But she, who has lost nothing, is cannot like she cannot be open to love. Okay. Yeah. I think that that's like, that makes so much sense because until you lose and you lose somebody or whatever, you don't like realize fully how important like connection is and love is and how precious and short life is. So you don't really have like the the desire to love to your fullest because you have no, you're not aware of it. So once you lose somebody, you realize how quickly it all can come to an end. So (laughs) I see how you you look at it. We we look at it from like different windows. <laughs> You're like she's naked. <laughs> she's jumping in the ocean naked. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, she's talking about like <laughs> when you lose, you realize then how important love is. <laughs> You're like she's naked. <laughs> look, this is what I see with my eyes. All right, you're just like all sentimental about it, and I'm just she's naked in the water. Like I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> we totally look up from different windows. I thought it was a beautiful scene. <laughs> just... <laughs> and you're like, she's kidnapping. <laughs> the the one thing she was like afraid to do, and you know, <laughs> she just did it. I was like, what the okay. Because she was, she was opening up. She was <laughs> realizing, you know, how many restrictions she's putting on herself for no reason. Right. No reason. <laughs> <laughs> I get, I get your side. I, under, I yes. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So Tibby's looking for Bailey. She goes, knocks on the her, Bailey's door, and nobody answers. So she sits to wait, and she hears from Tibby or from Bailey's neighbors that Bailey is at the doctor's and that she has leukemia. And that's kind of when, you know, it all kind of makes sense. You know, when Tibby found Bailey fainted, mm-hmm. you know, like we, they didn't really like touch on that. They didn't, you know, make sense that Bailey is dying. Yeah. Basically of leukemia. Oosh, that was hard. That, that was really sad. And it actually <laughs> makes sense how, you know, she's really trying to get to know everybody she interviews because she is just trying to take in all the information she can and learn about everybody. And also she really is, does a really great job of making everybody feel seen and heard. And it just, oh, just like kills me. That storyline kills me so much. I just can't. Okay, let's go <laughs> to Carmen. Right? You have Carmen. She's in the scene where she's getting fitted for her bridesmaid. Yes dress um with her stepsister you know the stepmother is praising her daughter mm-hmm. and, and how well this dress fits her because you know she's like a like she's super skinny so she's like yeah this fits she's perfectly. tiny quickly mm-hmm. yeah and then america i'm oh, sorry <laughs> carmen mm-hmm. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. Carmen comes in um, out of the dressing room and she's saying this dress doesn't fit in all the, my right places mm-hmm. it, because her dad ordered the size. Not no. I mean, first of all, he yeah. doesn't know her size. Why would he even right. try? He should have called her mom and asked her. This is this is the whole point. Like he should have yeah. told them what was happening. Like, hey, you're going to be fitted for dresses. What's your size? Like perfect right. opportunity, you know, and he didn't. And now she's left in kind of a humiliating situation. Yeah. Because she doesn't fit in like the dress. And well, to be fair, it was the wrong size, like mm-hmm. to begin with. It's not going to fit her. It's not yeah. her size. Yeah. So, it, you know, she, it just made her look bad because it just, her dad didn't know, didn't want to ask about it, didn't care to ask about it just assumed and was like yeah sure whatever Mm -hmm. getting married this is her size carmen storms out of the dress store because you know they're making (sighs) i'm trying to awful comments in the best way okay thank you so like the consultants are too it was yeah she's like like, oh let me see if i could find extra fabric to put on this dress right i'm so and and you know the stepmom i'm so sorry I didn't realize like her size, you know, are you joking? It's so rude. Yeah. And just saying like the, the dress lady, like, Oh, we're just going to have to start from scratch. They basically just kept calling Carmen the other one and the other one. We're going to do this. The other one. And Carmen's like, my name is Carmen. I have a name. It is Carmen. Yeah. And she's like, I'm Puerto Rican. I have a body and I'm sorry that you guys didn't, you know, account for this and whatever. And then she stormed out. But the, you know they were saying She's such not awful wrong. things. Yeah, no, I was, I was, I was for her for sure. She has every yeah, right so to the, feel the way she feels. Let's like talk about like how she does storm out of the dress store. Nobody mm-hmm. comes after her. No, and she's taking like a taxi home at night. Mm-hmm. to her dad's house and they're just all eating dinner there as and like, like a laughing. happy new family. And they're yeah. just laughing and enjoying. Like, excuse me, your daughter is missing missing it she doesn't live in the state so it's not like she could just go back home like very quickly and you're sitting here laughing having dinner with your new family Ooh, like that just Mm -hmm. shows how much he they just didn't care no no yeah and then she that set her off she got a rock and she whipped it at their window and just smashed it smashed it good yeah yeah, get their attention. Like, excuse me. And then she leaves. Yeah. She leaves. She goes home. She goes home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, oh, which I don't blame her. God, no. Yeah, because you don't want to be. She. They have been awful to her in so many ways, you know, or just completely insensitive. It's not so much awful. It's just insensitive, you know, and not mm-hmm. including her and not really trying to take her feelings into account. They're just oblivious right. to it, almost. Who do you have next? I mean, I have Bridget. I just says my my notes just say just how bad she wants this coach. She is really like doing the most. Yeah, I guess that's when they um, is it when they kiss when they finally kiss. But they like sleep together. They what? Sleep together? Don't they? Excuse what? Huh? Didn't they? No. I think that was the point. Yeah, because she's like, why does something that's supposed to make you feel so alive and so good make you feel so empty inside? Like, I thought they, like, slept together on the beach. Like, she lost her virginity. 
on the that beach. would make more sense on why she was saying those things because i didn't understand yeah. why she was saying those things and i was like you just kissed him bro like that was it yeah like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like i don't get it <laughs> no she slept with him and i and I, it's sad because my mind thinks differently obviously i think of like why is she doing these things and it's because she you know is ultimately striving for her father's love and so mm-hmm. she's not really getting it from him so she has to go and get it from another male and that's why she's doing it and that's why she feels so empty afterwards because obviously that's not the love that she's looking for this makes complete sense now um <laughs> yeah. if anyone was me and just thought that they just kissed on the beach and she was feeling this hardcore um and was a little lost <laughs> yeah no she lost her not virginity. alone <laughs> i didn't know that yeah um, oh wait, i can lighten it up <laughs> yeah let's do it Okay, so <laughs> Greece with mm-hmm. Lena. Lena? Yeah. Lena. Yeah, Lena. Um <laughs> you know, her grandparents find out that mm-hmm. she's dating Costas she's and like Kostas. went on a date. Mm-hmm. They went dancing together. That's when they found them out together and pulled them away, pulled them apart. First off, when they found out, you know, that she was with Costas, they freaked out. Her grandma Oh, shamed her so bad and was just like if you don't have family you don't have anyone basically like she was so harsh to her i was like damn like you know kosas was leaving for university the next day so mm-hmm. lena wanted to say goodbye to him and yeah so she she went she confronted her bapu and she did she she compared his love her bapu's love for yaya she's just like you know you the way you feel about her i feel about kosas basically is what she said right? Like you wouldn't yeah, want anyone to get in between your guys' love. So to basically don't get in between ours. And he told her to yeah, go. He did. And so she did. And she went on her scooter and mm-hmm. just all I could think about as she's like riding her little scooter through Greece is like Hillary <laughs> Duff and like Lizzie McGuire <laughs> getting whisked away by like Pablo. Like, and then the song, why not? And I'm like, <laughs> that's all I heard in my head. I was like, okay. So, so Lena got to say goodbye to Costas and she told him that she yes. loves him and yes. he loves her. So then we, um, well, we go and Bailey's in the hospital. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. No. Yeah. And Tibby doesn't go to see her yet. She puts no. it off and which is actually a very common thing, you know, to avoid. We, what we do like as humans is try to avoid pain and discomfort and so we will procrastinate and we will stop and stop ourselves from experiencing those things and that's what tibby did you know she didn't go visit her and but she she did go and talk with carmen and gets carmen to call her dad and to tell him how she feels and oh that scene that kills me. I cry. I cry every time I see that. It scene. just kills me the way she's just like, you know, asking him like if he's ashamed of her or embarrassed of her. I felt it. I was like, as if I was in that situation, and I, I felt like right. that hurt towards her dad. I almost called my dad and like yelled at him, but he did yeah. nothing to me. <laughs> like, but I'm just about to call him yeah. because I'm frustrated yes. about her situation. <laughs> I think Tibby seeing kind of Carmen confront her demons i guess or you know like her pain she decides to go to the hospital visit bailey she brought the pants and she she's like you know like begging bailey to take the pants just to take them because they're magic and 
she wants them to help heal her and make her better. And like Tibby's just, I mean, you can tell it's just like this last ditch effort of, you know, she's realizing she's about to lose, you know, this new friend that she her made. Her friend. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's trying to save her. And what else can yeah. you think of? Like she's at her, she's at the end and this yeah. is all she can think about. And and Bailey and, said like the pants already worked their magic and cause they brought them together. Yeah. They mm-hmm. brought Bailey to Tibby and who that she wise <laughs> that kills oh that killed me i cried i i will always cry at that scene i will always cry at that Aww. scene it is like it's true you know like the pants brought them together so it was a very touching scene of bailey in the hospital with tibby and then obviously a little bit after that we find out that bailey died did you okay so i have subtitles on mm-hmm. i don't know if you guys recall this from every i, I just watch with subtitles yeah and um and tibby's upstairs crying yeah like her mom's downstairs on the phone and i didn't hear this part but i saw it on the subtitle that her mom was like i'll let her know yeah and you just know that that's when it happened you're like yeah she's just like oh god i'll let her know yeah 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 and then and then you could see tibby like hear that and then like yeah just start to cry yeah and oh it's she so knew. sad it's so sad i can't i can't like it's yeah. awful what happens next do they all come to bridget because yes not because lena, lena but found Carmen that note t- yeah lena found the note <laughs> that came with her pants we didn't mention this but the note kind of fell under the bed and yeah. this was like Bridget's note saying how you know sad she is and how much she's struggling and how she slept with the coach but she feels so empty inside and mm-hmm. so lena called carmen and tibby and was like bridget needs us go over there oh, they try to comfort her they all fall asleep they're having a sleepover so <laughs> when she woke up from her dog like snatching the pants from her room yeah like bridget's head is on like carmen's butt like sleeping <laughs> <laughs> that's funny but i didn't even notice yeah. that i was i mean before before that though before that though uh-huh like bridget's crying about like how sad she is and how she like realizing how she she doesn't want to face the hurt and the pain that she feels with losing her mom. So she's been avoiding it and like repressing it. And she's worried that like, if she allows herself to feel like the sadness that she's going to be like her mom who, you know, felt too much sadness and, and committed suicide. Mm-hmm. And that made me really sad. Okay. So she woke up sleeping on Carmen's butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because her uh, dog snatched the magic pair of pants yeah and mm-hmm. she bolted out her door how did the dog get outside first of that's all? a good like, question opened the door yeah, yeah. <laughs> who opened it i don't and know the dog's just running just running just running down the street like nope and she's just like chasing him i would have let the pants go I'm like nope <laughs> <laughs> at this point probably yeah yeah <laughs> yeah be like scruffy you can have that i'm tired <laughs> but he the dog runs straight into eric the coach how, what a coincidence yeah <laughs> like yeah he's just after sex he shows back up yeah, yeah. and he shows up to apologize yeah. that, he's like it's inappropriate but when you're of legal age hit me up <laughs> save right. me a, lot, a spot that. in line I yeah like, oh see like you like you were like getting good and then like redeeming yourself a little bit and then you just like <laughs> insert that and you're like oh that's problematic and then lena comes home yes 
And they're like, oh my God, who is this? Because she has her hair down. She's like in pants, you know, not like a dress or skirt that she usually wears. And and they force Carmen to go to her dad's wedding. They do. They literally like kidnapped her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Put her in the car and they just started driving and they're like, no, we're going. And yeah, they didn't stop. And she was like, I mean, if she really wanted to, she could have, you know, just opened the door and just kind of, you know. Right. Got right, out, but like she didn't. Failed. Mm-hmm. You know, they give Carmen the pair of pants because she does not want to go to the wedding still. Right. And she's like, no, I'm not getting she's out like, of I'm here. I'm not doing and, it. Yeah. Right. And I, I mean, I still don't blame her till that point. No, I still don't blame her. I would have been so uncomfortable. Yeah. But they're yeah. like, no, wear the jeans and feel it, the magic of them. And so she did. She was still mad sitting mm-hmm. there. Yeah. She did not want to be there and she wasn't happy. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think. Her father calling her out in the middle of the ceremony to bring her up mm-hmm. and say, I want all of my family to be with us here. This is my daughter. Like he finally acknowledges it mm-hmm. right then and there, like at a special moment. I don't think I would be happy still. I think that that's what she wanted, though. She just wants that like, acknowledgement. Yeah. She just wants to be acknowledged that she is equal with everybody else and just as much a part of his life and his family as everybody else's. And so when he did that, when he stopped the ceremony to bring her in, yeah. you know, she broke down, you know, when he, he stopped, he looked at her, he's like, I need you. When he told her like he needed her really, I mean, we got to look at it. Like, I mean, we're looking at it from adult point of views, but imagine that it's like a teenage girl, like who just wants her dad's love. So that to hear that, like, I need you, like, please stand up next to me. That's all she wanted. Now, granted, she's going to have a lot of issues that they're going to have to work through. Yeah. Like <laughs> I don't think that fixes everything. It doesn't fix everything. <laughs> That's all she wanted in that moment. She just wanted she acknowledgement did. and love. If you were Carmen, would you attend that wedding, your dad's wedding? I probably would have been like, hell no. Like he's not putting an effort. He's not like, you know, I just, I just called him, told him how hurt and upset and like heartbroken I am by the way he has treated me my whole life. I hung up and I haven't heard from him since. Right. Like good riddance. Right. Like bye. And it's the day of the wedding and yeah. you still have it. He did not call you. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Cause I felt the same way. I was like, Carmen, I love your friends and you, but what are you doing? Like mm-hmm. I would not yeah. be at that wedding. You know, it ended with the narration. So it was, it was basically said, no matter how far we traveled on our separate paths, somehow we would always find a way to each other. With that, we can get through anything, who we were, who we are, and who we'll be to the pants and to the sisterhood. So like that really, like the, the first part about how we traveled on our own separate, no matter how far we travel on our own separate paths, we will always find a way back to each other. That got me. So with my friends, okay, so like my my group Mm -hmm. of friends from high school, right? You know, like life comes in the way and you separate and you go, you just go all different ways. And then crazy stuff happens and it brings us back into each other's lives. And so like my friend Liz, who's one of these, like one of these girls, right? Like she has been brought back into my life. This is so funny because she is going to be a guest on our podcast next week. Stop. but watch another movie. Did you so just I thought say was... a sports movie? <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But I was just, it just made me think about this. Like, it's true. Like our past take us apart, 
but if we're meant to like be back together it'll bring us back together and i thought that was like really like a beautiful thing i'm a little mad because <laughs> <laughs> it's a sports movie <laughs> i hate you oh. okay but you thought it was a good movie it is a good movie that's it <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so next week, next week, we yes. are going to watch A League of Their Own. Uh, uh. <laughs> and like, as I stated, we are going to have a special guest watch it with us and talk about it with us. And her name is Liz. And it's going to be great. And hopefully you'll love this movie because I love this movie. <laughs> Are you sh- sure? Like, just, I can't. It's a I, I can't judge it. I can't judge you it can't. by the title. I cannot. Listen, you weren't sure you're gonna like Mighty Ducks, and you loved it. Okay. Oh my god, that was the best. I know. I know. Okay. So. All right. You want to close this out? Uh, yeah. I forgot that that's a thing. Okay. Um, <laughs> don't have notes. Uh, <laughs> again. What do I say? again thanks for watching watching really thank you for listening to our (laughs) podcast um we do appreciate it follow us on tiktok we're on there we're funny sometimes not really witness this podcast witness this podcast of course (laughs) because i forgot (laughs) and don't forget to check out our new artwork uh witness this is actually pretty amazing it is and that is it is done by trinity jean design so check her out on facebook um i think she you she has her own website everything she's great she's a great artist and a friend of mine and i love it she caught she we i we gave her the vibe we were looking for and she nailed it so check it out she sure check her out thank you so much yes she did a great job let everyone know about our podcast share us Leave a Mm -hmm. like, leave a comment. We like questions. Mm -hmm. So just tell everyone. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Spread the word. And with that, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. (laughs) See you next week. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs)